You are listening to the Cock and Bull Podcast, a weekly comedy history podcast where Spencer Faust is not here right now because I'm pretty sure he's come down with a consumption. It it's... might be it might be consumption. It might it might also be uh uh that Macomb has eaten him, the murder done the murder addict has finally consumed yeah. him into uh, the ether. I'm not an I'm not a doctor, but he's he's dead. He's not a doctor. He's also not blood related, which makes the rest of this weird. But yes. Gosh yes. darn it. Uh, we're, we're desperate to bring you that good, good content. But, but I, David Painter, and Spencer's brother, Nathan Faust. Hi, the other half, because there has to be one of us or the whole thing implodes into the netherworld. Yes. Uh, so, so, uh, friggin' what's his, what's his, I don't even, I don't, I won't even acknowledge his name. I won't even acknowledge the, <laughs> the, 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 the faux me, the absolute. I, I'm going to try my... to keep Nathan from crying over his brother. I, I that's, might. That's I've also never, done, I don't usually do cock and bulls in the room with another person. So normally I'm sitting here, I don't have pants on, there's shrimp everywhere. Um, well, I mean, I'm really still out don't of have my... pants on. And there is shrimp. Every... Okay. So okay, it's basically yeah. the same. Yeah. It's, it's the basically same the same. It's okay. the same thing. We okay. just don't normally send your brother off to Valhalla. In the that same is thing. also true. I'm uncomfortable without his docile tones lulling me into submission. Nathan, are you familiar with yellow fever? I really hope you're talking about that weird kind of flu and not some weirdly racist Asian stereotype. Yeah, no, we're talking about the flu thing. Okay, good, so, good, yes. good, good, good. I yeah, mean, my so, wife and child are both deathly ill. They may have yellow fever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so, so good news. Uh, yellow fever is not racism. It's a deadly disease. That's much better. <laughs> that, yes. I mean, honestly, on, on the grand scale, it's probably better. Yeah, so uh, yellow fever, it's a deadly disease. Yeah, no, it it's, kills people. It's uh going about with uh, symptoms like nausea, headaches, uh, it's a namesake which comes from jaundice, and a trademark black vomit. Oh, oh, so, oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, so all things that Pepto-Bismol can solve, so obviously yes. we're okay, yes. we're fine. Yeah, that's um, why there's there's lighter, like, white and pink Pepto-Bismol to counteract the black Yeah, no, That's how makes, you know it's for yellow fever. Makes perfect sense. So anyway, uh, in the 18th century, yellow fever was pretty well constant in the tropic areas. Sounds right. Uh, did sometimes happen in colder climates, though. Uh, for example, in 1784, in Salem, New Jersey, which is a, a town in New Jersey over by Philadelphia, there was a huge yellow fever outbreak. Oh, no. Okay. Well, that's not good. Yeah. Now, in that town, there was a young 13-year-old boy. That That is, well, at this age, that's a grizzled, grizzled veteran. Grizzled name. veteran. Uh, Stubbins Firth. Uh, that is the, that's a silly name. That, you are you are absolutely on brand here, sir. You've come with a goofy name. Welcome aboard. <laughs> now, Stubborn's Firth became immediately interested in this outbreak of yellow fever. Why? What 13-year-old? What, what, what do you put on a plague mask and start poking at people? Why? Who gives a <laughs> shit? H1N1 busted out. I wasn't like, I want to investigate. Well, you see, he, he wanted to investigate because he didn't think that how yellow fever was spread was correct at the time. Oh God. Is he a, is See, he a yellow fever truther? He's well, is he the Alex Jones of yellow fever? Let's, let's, let's realize what he's truthing though. Uh, at the time, the leading physician on yellow fever was a man named Benjamin Rush. Oh God, no, 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 no. God damn it, Benjamin, get out of here. Yes. I remember you. I've, I don't know why, but you've traumatized me at some point throughout the past. So, yeah. I don't know why, why the friend of spinny chair Darwin, uh, was God. talking about black vomit disease. Damn it. God damn it. Damn it, but Benjamin Rush. Benjamin Rush thought that yellow fever was transmitted through the air. Like you cough, your friend gets it. Kind of like a cold. I mean, now, Benjamin Rush had a lot of awful ideas. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, that's, that's not bad for them. That's that's a pretty common sense idea. I mean, the other options at the time were like leeches from witches gave it to you. So 
airborne germs is a pretty good option. Yeah, now Stubbins, he didn't think it was going through the air. Uh, he thought it might be coming from body fluids. Oh, no. Uh, specifically, the trademark black vomit. Oh, no, I know. Oh, God, I know what this is. Oh, God, no. Oh, fuck. All right, keep going. Now, God damn it. In 1793, oh, God damn it. at the University of Philadelphia, mm -hmm. uh, Stubbins Firth was studying, and he was going for his doctor's degree. And, oh, oh, okay, so he's, he's, he's going along. So yeah. it's like a flashback, like the yellow fever. If, if, if Spielberg's directing this, it's like gritty, and people are dying of yellow fever, and he's poking at him. Right. And Benjamin Rush has got his plague mask on because they don't get coughed on, but Stubbins is like... I bet it's in that black vomit. Yeah, 1784 was the opening scene where the raptor box, you know, knocked the guy yes, off. Yes, the yes, yes, off. Girl, yes. Now, now we've got the landing scene in the park where okay. we see the brachiosaurus. All right, All right good. So, good, yeah. Good. Where, uh, does the, uh, where does the comically animated DNA strand come in? Well, you just, you just wait. Okay. You just wait. We're gonna if we don't fingers, say dinosaurs gonna... at some point, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> So anyway, luckily, while he was going to school at the University of Philadelphia, what luck Firth would have, there was a huge outbreak of yellow fever in Philadelphia. All right, this guy's causing yellow fever. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. This guy is the typhoid Mary of yellow fever. <laughs> so he was, he was extremely happy. And he thought, okay, I'll start doing some experiments. And everyone thought he was super weird. And we're going to see how the yellow fever works. So let's, <laughs> let's take a dive. Into Stubborn First di Journal. This I, is, know. I almost called it a diary. It might as well be. Diary <laughs> of a crazy person. He has little hearts on it. Cuts it, out of Justin Bieber. Yeah, it's a diary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his medical journal. So in the journal, it reads, Experiment one. A small-sized dog was confined in a room and fed upon bread soaked in the black vomit. Why? 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 At the end of three days, he became so fond of it that he would eat the ejected matter without bread. I, I, it was therefore discontinued. <sighs> Dog eats vomit. Guys, dogs eat shit. Dogs will eat a lot of stuff. Don't, don't. Why is this our test? What is he? What? Why? Why? Now, we're going to skip ahead through this journal a little bit oh, because... Good. Firth got a little frustrated. The dogs were, were too happy about eating it. It wasn't getting the results he wanted. And they weren't getting yellow fever from eating the yellow fever vomit? Yeah, they were not. So he started just injecting it right into their veins. Why not? Yes, uh, it works for heroin. It should work for vomit. Hell yes. And How does that not just kill... Like, if I just put vomit in my blood, like, it wouldn't go well. <laughs> now, of the dogs he injected, four didn't die... One died 10 minutes after the injection went into his jugular, oh, jugular vein. So he put air in his fucking vein. It, it wasn't like yeah, super Oh, yeah, no, feet. nothing he gave just, him He just put an feet. air bubble in aneurysm. So he decided that uh, this animal experimentation wasn't the way he wanted to go. Ugh. Uh, Not everyone can be Pavlov, So dude. we're, we're going to jump back into his journal. On October 4th, 1802, mm -hmm. I made an incision in my left arm. Why? Yeah, this is exactly what I thought it was. God, midway, why? Midway between the elbow and wrist, this so as to dumb, draw a few drops of blood. This dumb motherfucker. Into the incision, I introduced some fresh black vomit. You dumb, dumb man. You dumb, dumb, dumb man. Why? A slight degree of inflammation ensued. You don't say! Which entirely subsided in three days. If I get a splinter, some light inflammation ensues, you cut yourself and pour blood vomit into it, you dumb asshole. The wound healed up very readily. Oh, good. Good Poor to guy. know. Good to know he clots well. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Why? What science? You dumb... God, why science? When this didn't work, he got a little frustrated and... Wait, so he didn't get yellow fever? He did get yellow fever. So at this point, Benjamin Rush won this crazy asshole nothing. Wait, so he decided he was gonna one-up himself. 
Okay, so so guys, he's gonna one up himself from cutting himself and pouring it. He basically just took plague and threw it in himself and said, "Well, I didn't get sick." Yeah. Now he wanted and some he's of that mad jaundice. About that. He really wanted that jaundice, so he started pouring vomit into his own eyes. You guys can't see the look I'm giving David right now, but it's <laughs> what it's not comfortable. This is not. <laughs> no. What? No. What? No. This is Why? A, no! Why would you do that? This is this is eighties horror film. Why? Like ah! I can't put a contact lens in my own eye. How are you pouring black vomit in there? Why? <laughs> You're telling me that oh, it didn't work when I cut myself and injected it directly into the blood. But maybe the eyes is where it comes in. Yes. If I just wear goggles, I can't get yellow fever. <laughs> if I go scuba diving, I'm safe. God damn. So this not working. You don't say. Made him one up it again. What? At what point do you admit? Fa- okay, so he says that, all right, well, it's got to be fluid transmission, guys. It has to be. Uh, other people obviously aren't cutting themselves, pouring it in, or pouring it in their eyes. So either one, he thinks he has the best immune system in the history of time. Or two, you're wrong. Admit it. Cut your losses. Some cost fallacy does not come into play with vomit. So he injects it straight into his veins. I just quit. I this. <laughs> what, I... I mean, for real, for real. It direct. Why? For what end? At this point, how would you even prove it wasn't airborne? You're pouring it in your eyes. You're putting it in your veins. I mean, what? What are you trying to prove? <laughs> well, that didn't work. He started putting it into a frying pan to inhale the steam. <laughs> Wouldn't that just prove it's airborne? Are you trying to prove your own point and get just a stop at this point? You might as well have said he put it in a frying pan to fry up some delicious vomit bacon. I don't know what the difference is at this point. This man is a sociopath. This is this guy's just got like a weird scat fetish and he's trying to justify it. Now, Nathan, I've got some cool news for you. I don't want to kink shame this guy, but dude. I got some cool news for you. Stubborn Fir- Stubbins Firth had a podcast. Oh. Oh did, oh, did he? Yes, but he didn't record podcasts in it. I wouldn't imagine that would be anachronous. Uh, no, he decided the next step in this vomit experiment was to create a vomit sauna. I can't... Again, I've, I've said it before, and I said, the vomitoriums are when you know that we're falling. And this guy just set one up for... Fa- this is the... I'm all... Everyone chase your bliss, do your thing. I ain't here to kink shame anyone. This guy just had a fetish. This is not science anymore. This is past science. We're done with that. This is now, it's the only way he can come, and he has to pour the vomit. It's its either an uber kink or the worst suicide attempt ever. It, no, there are so many better ways. Oh my God, guys, I can get you a list. Holy shit. Now, to detail this vomit sauna, what he would do is he would do, take the frying pan and, and boil up all this vomit, uh, put it into buckets, and lay it around the closet until the closet was full of steam. And then he would just chill in there for hours and wonder why he wouldn't get yellow fever. I... I... I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't anymore. I don't. What other way? At this point, I don't understand how anyone gets yellow fever because if this doesn't do it, how is this a train? How is this disease not died from being bad? <laughs> so finally, he decides, you know what? All this vomit experimentation, it's not going to work. Thank you, sweet, merciful Jesus. We're just going to go to the patients with yellow fever. Okay. And try and treat them as opposed to this nonsense. 
and inhale the vomit directly from their mouths. I fucking quit. You son of a bitch! <laughs> what? Gonna, this is why I don't record cockables in the same room with someone. I'm going to come across the table and throttle you just to stop this. Why? Why does it have to be fresh? Why? How is he... Get, one, how is he getting it before? Two, why does he need it to be mama birded into his mouth to work right? That was the part I got to. He was like, wait a minute. This wasn't even fucking straight vomit. Where was he getting How it from it? before? Like, were they stockpiling it at the hospital and then sending it, selling it to him at a wild profit? I never, I never... <sighs> God. Got to get a born on date on the vomit. I, I have no idea how I long can't. he waited before he was using it before. I, I, and at some point, at what point you're in the hospital? You're, you're you got the yellow. I don't know what the lethality rate of yellow fever was, but I assume it was legitimate. Pretty high. Pretty high. So you're you're possibly dying of yellow fever, and this fucking psychopath wanders into your hospital bed and goes. Hello, I need you to vomit directly into my mouth and eyes, uh, and preferably into this frying pan as well. For science! That's right. You're Not sad. to help you. I don't give a fuck about that. I just need to prove that I'm better than Benjamin Rush. <laughs> you're yellow. You're dying. There's black oh everywhere. Your family is trembling in fear and sadness because they don't know if they're going to take care of you or if they're going to die from it and they should leave you alone. Also, is the Wiz Khalifa song Black and Yellow just a really good... <laughs> allegory for yellow fever and we just never knew it are we not giving Wiz Khalifa enough right you know yeah <laughs> alright apparently alright Wiz Khalifa on the down low this was in, in Philadelphia though right yeah, yeah no yeah. I, I, so so other Meek, side of Pennsylvania so if Meek Mill makes a song about right, uh, right. you know yellow fever we'll call it a day maybe maybe all the Phil, uh, Pittsburgh sport teams are just an elaborate dig at Philadelphia's yellow That's, fever yes that would be yeah. a long a nice a nice east coast long con <laughs> that would that, that's some long game right that there that is a long game uh, so finally, and he he did this to several patients. Oh, good. So there were plenty of patients where he said, "Hey, that mourn one, that loved one you're mourning that's dying, can I go suck on their face?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, but just when they're vomiting, just, just a good time. I just I I <laughs> I mean, at a certain point. <laughs> at a certain when do you give? I, I mean, they talk about just, perseverance, but like. <laughs> Even if you got yellow fever at this point, it would be the worst conclusive study ever because it took you a thousand tries to get it and it requires you to have it vomited directly into your eyes. If that's all that happens, if you think that's how it's transmitted, how is anyone getting yellow fever unless the city of Philadelphia has an insane underground vomit room that everyone's... I, I don't understand it. The vomit orgies. The vomit orgies. And seriously, it's like that fight club scene where he's just bleeding over the guy and shaking into his mouth only with vomit. Could you imagine his door-to-door? -door? It's like the worst Jehovah's Witness thing oh ever. My God. Just knock, knock, knock. Do you have yellow fever? Does a relative have yellow fever? Can I talk to you about yellow fever? Have you heard Can the I good word about face? vomiting into my mouth? <laughs> I mean, at some point you'd be like... No, absolutely. Yeah, you can get vomited. You deserve to be vomited on, good sir. I want to see the looks on people's faces when he knocks on the, the door. The level and ask of this. salesmanship this man must have had as a as a salesperson, former salesperson. I wish I had the balls this man had because to man, I, you have a hard time asking for the sale. He asked for the sale, baby. So finally, he realized that this was just not working. I I mean. Uh, so he didn't realize it was insane. He just realized he wasn't getting yellow fever. So he came to a conclusion. That he's immune to yellow fever. <laughs> he had proven beyond the shadow of a doubt oh, that yellow fever is not contagious. I fucking quit. <laughs> I fucking... I mean, honestly, though, I, I want to say that sounds insane. He kind of had to. How else could you get yellow fever? Right. 
Wait a minute. Oh, it's a bug one, isn't it? It's a bug one. That's a bug one. It's a fucking bug one. It's a bug one. Son it's a of a bitch. One. It's a Skeeter one. No. So literally all... If he would have cut his arm and cut the patient's arm and rubbed it all together, he'd had a better chance of getting it. Or if he just got a mosquito bite. Yeah. This guy was literally sitting in a vomit. And there was obviously mosquitoes. There was an outbreak. He's, he's sitting in a vomit sauna. I can't have standing water in my backyard without a fly of mosquitoes. He has a vomit pool. And he's dodging, he's dodging mosquitoes like Neo in the Matrix. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't even. I just, I can't. <laughs> so he publishes his findings. It says anyone that gets yellow fever is weak. Look at me. And he's given his doctorates. And this overrides Benjamin Rush's theory and is the new theory in America. The, so the theory is it's just not contagious. It's not Don't contagious. Worry. Don't worry about it. It's just a thing that happens. I mean, functionally speaking, yeah. I mean, kind of is. It only comes in pockets. So it does. I mean, it, it's, it's, if it's mosquito, but at least if you got people convinced that it wasn't contagious, they could like help help keep people feeling well. They didn't like have to quarantine them and kill them. Mm-hmm. So did this guy actually end up being a net positive on society? Uh, you know, okay. So 30 years later, he died. Oh, really? Not not 10 minutes later not from a weird later. infection of he some sort? He didn't happen to inject it in his jugular vein and get air in there. He, la- he lived. Oh. But he died completely thinking yellow fever, his little pet project, was not contagious. 60 years after his death. I'm sorry, he died 20 years later. 60 years after his death in 1881, a Cuban ep- epidemiologist. 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 Epidemic scientist named Carlos Juan Finlay had discovered that the disease was actually transmitted through blood. Ah! Yes. From mosquitoes. Yes, which was ignored in America for 25 years. Well, I mean, they cured lung cancer and we're ignoring it. Why wouldn't we ignore yellow fever? Yeah, because Cubans aren't good enough for us. No. Nope. So there's some army dipshit, I don't even have him in the notes, that that also co-discovered it in, like, 1910, and that's... There's still people that credit that dude. Nah. Which is, yeah, it's bad. Uh, and it was found out... Several years after this discovery by Carlos Juan Finlay, uh, when Finlay had figured out when people were contagious in the disease from the mosquito bites, that all of the people that Firth experimented on or took vomit from were in the stage of the disease past when it was contagious. Mm. So, I mean, I, I don't, I just, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. I want, I don't. I'm still just imagining the, the the moment where you you've cut yourself and that didn't okay fine, but then the moment where you pick it up and you're just, just pour like it in your eyeballs. It, it's just like that scene from Flashdance where you pull the bucket down and it's just vomit all over <laughs> and 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 oh god why why is this what science has wrought? <laughs> this has been the Cock and Bull podcast. God damn it. Damn it! We can't keep doing these. <laughs> For my own mental health, we can we go back to the one where we where we talk about how capitalism is going to kill us all. That seems more healthy for me. Let's let's plug that one. Let's Why not? It. If you enjoyed uh, this exact thing and you'd like it with a little less of me screaming maniacally, uh, still a little, a little bit less of it. black vomit, too. a little less black vomit, and a little more uh, uh, thro- you know overthrowing the system and yeah, uh, and yeah, eventual liberation, all that good kind stuff. of fun stuff. Mark's Madness. We're right next door. Look, look in, look at us. Look around the corner. Ha ha, there we are. We're hiding. Um, it's recorded in the same pod cave. Yes. So you know it's good. 
Um, yeah, and that's we just, as of the time you're listening to this, we will have concurrently just finished Capital, yes. uh, which was our first book that we tackled. So if you're ever like, man, I really would want to know what's in there, but I don't want to read a thousand something pages of a really difficult book. We did that for you, and it only takes you know, a bunch of your life. If you wanted a quick jump in episode of that podcast, uh, the last one we released two weeks ago on chapters 26 through 32 is probably your best drop in point. Uh, if you don't want to listen to 40 hours of theory, but if you do come along, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. So Nathan, uh, would you like to, uh, thank, uh, there were, Oh, well, yeah, we have to think. All right, so I, uh, David David did the thing where he transposed and, and yeah, took over, but I, I will do the, I'll do the closing bit. We would like to thank Driftless Pony Club for letting there us use go. their song, Cholera. Uh, using their song, There Were Buffalo on the Ark, off the album, Cholera. Man, Spencer doesn't get enough credit for how smoothly he does that. <laughs> um, we, are, we are brought to you every week on Wednesdays, except the, the ones we're not. Uh, but hopefully, uh, with this uh, different, you know, bringing in some different and varying voices, you will hear us more frequently on Wednesdays. Um, and if you hated this and never want us to do it again, uh, you know, leave a comment on iTunes, since you all never do that, you lazy good-for-nothings. Gosh darn you. I'm joking. Bye. Bye.